Hi, my name's Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Essential Presents. So, I don't know if you've noticed, there's a current cultural climate that is, we'll say this, um, it seems divided, and we are incredibly distracted. This notion, not just notion, it's not even just right now, right? At any given point in human history, for humans who are called to live not only on purpose, but to live united, the two enemies of living on purpose and of living united are distraction and division. I mean, this is, this is what it is. I mean, because, because why? Because what's a distraction? A distraction is anything that takes me away from the task of the moment. A distraction is anything that takes me away from what I ought to be doing right now. And man, oh man, do we live in a distracted, in a distracted era, a distracted culture. In fact, I don't know anything that has been invented in the last 10, 20 years that hasn't contributed to our distraction. I mean, it's nothing, again, it's nothing new because we're kind of like distraction-making machines as human beings. Um, we, can get, we can get distracted by anything. We can get distracted by chores. Like, you do, you've, you've had this situation where you need to get something done. You have to focus on this purpose that is like, no, this is important. This is necessary. But I need to do the dishes right now. Like, no, no, no. If they've been sitting there for all morning, you don't need to do them now. You that kind of sense that we can allow anything to distract us. But distraction takes us away from living with purpose. Again, I'm going to say this, a distraction is anything that takes me away from what I ought to be focusing on in this moment, from what ought to have my attention in this moment. And so, like, let's think about uh, we, we, politics. Um, politics are important, right? They're, 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 a, they're an important part of civil life. They're an important part of community life. Um, they're an important part of living on purpose. They serve a purpose. Okay, wonderful, fantastic. So what is my responsibility? Well, I have, you, you, if, if we're citizens in a, in a representative republic, we have responsibility. And that responsibility is to educate ourselves. The responsibility is probably also to uh, have conversations with people around us about what we're learning, to have our, our, our thoughts, our opinions, our perspectives refined, shaped, you know, formed, towards, oriented towards the truth. And then our, our, our responsibility is to vote once. <laughs> once, once per election cycle. Anything else than that, anything other than that is a distraction. And so realize, okay, so this is, we mentioned this before here, but my circle of interest is really, really big, right? My circle of interest is really big. I want to know about this person's life and that thing, what they say about this and what they say about that. And, and I, I can get very distracted by my circle of interest. My circle of influence is often much, much smaller than my circle of interest. Oftentimes, my circle of influence, that's where I need to focus. That is been my, that's my responsibility. So again, when it comes to politics or whatever, an election cycle, I need to be educated. I need to have conversations with people around me to have that, those, that, uh, that knowledge formed. And I need to vote once. Beyond that, most things are distractions. And so here we are living amidst a, a culture that just thrives on distraction. Like, our minds go after the next shiny thing, and there is a proliferation of shiny things. So, I need to focus on my circle of influence, and I need to live on purpose and fight against distraction. But also, one of the great things that we're called to do is we're called to live in unity. And yet, a lot of times, I don't know if you've noticed this, our country is relatively divided. So there's this division that has kind of taken uh, shape in our culture, in our country, in our world. 
And how do we fight against division? Well, we fight against division by conversation, right? We fight against division by kindness. We fight against division by recognizing what brings us together. You know, it's interesting because I live and work on a college campus. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I've, I've had the thought for a long, long time. Um, but one of, the, one of the slogans on campus is, our diversity is our strength. That's, that's the slogan I, on campus. I remember whenever I see this, uh, this statement, our diversity is our strength, I think that's not actually true, because it's not true. Um, our diversity is not our strength. Um, our diversity is, is, has the potential to be a, a liability. Our diversity has potential to be an asset. Diversity on its own is either a bunch of individuals or a bunch of groups of individuals going their own way. But diversity that has been united, that's strong. I, I think of it in terms of like, maybe you've seen it like a sled dog. We have them up here, uh, sled dog races. One sled dog can be really strong. You get a, you know, 12 sled dogs and all different kinds and different strengths and different speeds. And that's fine, that they can be diverse. But it's only when they're united to a single task that they can, they can pull a sled, super incredibly heavy sled for hours and days even without, without hardly slowing down, without hardly stopping. It's diversity that's been united that's strong, that, that is strong. In fact, that is even what, isn't, isn't that one of the mottos of the United States is e pluribus unum, from the many, one? Like from diversity, unity? And that's what we're meant to have. So diversity, amen, awesome, fantastic, such a gift. But it only becomes what it ought to become when that diversity becomes united. That's where the United States, that's where the federal government comes from. Each, each state having its own strength, but coming together to create a, even, an even stronger national system. Same thing is true when it comes to families. Yeah, individuals, individuals and the families on their own are good but united as a family, even better. Um, a, a small community, a neighborhood. Yeah, great, family here, family here, single person there, whatever, on their own, good, but united in a neighborhood, even better. A church, this is what it is to be a Christian, right? God has called us individually, but he's called us into the church. He's called us into community with each other. He's not just made us his sons and daughters, he's made us brothers and sisters with each other. It's from that diversity, united, that this world can, can be blessed. And so to recover these gifts that, that we call to live on purpose and, and not to give in to distraction, to focus on our circle of influence rather than just distracted by our circle of, of interest, and then also to recognize that um, it might be possible that what divides me, what divides us, uh, is less important than what unites us. In many areas, we have to talk about those divisions, right? We have to talk about where, where is reconciliation needed? Where is healing needed? Where is harmony needed? But let's not fool ourselves to think that the divisions or the diversity in and of itself is a natural good. There are some diversities that are good. Some diversities that are not good. Some unities that are good. Some unities that are not good. But ultimately, we can only get to that place of unity if we're willing to not just talk but also listen. Let me know in the comments below or let me know what, what are your actual thoughts on this because yeah, too much distraction, too much division. We're called for living with purpose, called to live in unity. Anyways, let's love God, love, love God and love our brothers and sisters. For all of us who presents, my name is Father Mike.
God bless.